You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. You know, it's fun to get involved in politics because there's drama in everyday life then. And there is a cause and there's a purpose and there's a meaning because there are always issues that you can take up and get involved in and work hard for uh, laws to get passed and movements to follow to do good and make progress in our our communities. Politics can be a lot of fun. And um, even the drama of elections and conflicts in the past could be a lot of fun. It's turned ugly now. It's turned very ugly. And it isn't a lot of fun. And when you follow politics now, it's, n- it's really no fun at all. It's, it's really a drag. It's, it's, uh, it's ugly. It's, it's no longer a, a battle of ideologies. It's a, uh, a might-makes-right kind of guttural battle of tribes. It's tribalism. You know, you see every uh, Trump supporter on Twitter talking about the left and the leftists and the radical left. Everything's aside because that's what Trump said. Us and them, the Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrats. Never had a president talk that way. Never. Never had a president label the media the enemy of the people multiple, multiple times, including just recently yet again. Fake news, fake news media. Even when every single news outlet calls the presidency for Biden up, well, I've been telling you, four years, it's fake news. So, of course, they're like, yeah, it's the fake news. Yeah, but even the right-wing ones that, that he was supporting, they're, they're calling it for Biden. Yeah, well, it's, it's, that's how deep of a conspiracy it is. <clears throat> so, yeah, politics aren't fun anymore when you get that crazy and that hateful and that um, tribal. But I wanted to add some fun to the mix Because I want to reassure you, if you step outside of the political realm and you don't think about it for a while, things are going to be good. You can. Unless, are you running in Georgia? Are you voting in Georgia? Then you got to stay in because you got to get the vote out in Georgia. Otherwise, if you want to put some money into it, you can. Otherwise, really, there's nothing we can do uh, in most of these areas other than cross our fingers and hope for the best in Georgia. It's one state. We can't control those senatorial elections. And guess what? We can't control what's going to happen with Trump either. We already did. We already did. So that's what I wanted to tell you. I wanted to reassure you. You can let go of politics now. Unless you're in it for a career or a job or you're living in Georgia or you're working in Georgia. You can actually right now for the holidays say, say, make a promise to yourself if you have to. Say a prayer to God, God to give you the grace to do this. But you can let go of politics for a while because it's not fun right now. Used to be fun, used to give you a cause, used to give you a purpose. But unless it's your job or unless you're in Georgia, the reality is the election's over. You did your part. Win or lose, it's over. It's done. Biden's going to be the next president. Trump's going to leave the White House, be it by force or by voluntary action. Who cares? Read about it later. Read about it a year from now. It really is not your concern. It really isn't. It's no fun. 
You see, he, you know, creates this phony march so his people can come out and basically protest the democratic process that they lost. We have a democratic process. I bet you all those people that came to protest, half of them didn't even go vote or mail in a vote. But if they did on November 3rd, I'm sure they were all happy and positive and believing in the election results. And then when it didn't turn out the way they wanted, they're out in the streets protesting it is illegal. Well, that's not what we do in this country. But Trump had him do it. Then there was some violence last night. Don't look at that. Who cares? Did you not expect that? Have you seen those people? Don't let them make a big deal out of the violence. Don't pay attention to it. Don't let Trump say, I don't concede anything. It was rigged. There's a long way to go. There's no long way to go. In a month, all states have to have the, uh, their tallies certified. Uh, there was a little question in Pennsylvania as to whether or not our legislature would ignore their, uh, the will of the people and appoint electors who are not associated with the candidates that were elected and throw the election for Trump and then cause a constitutional crisis in that regard. But they've come out just recently and said they're not going to do that. And they're not going to do that. That would be illegal. You know, they had their chance. And they decided to go with the the old tried and true way, which is not to put it in the hands of the legislature. And so it's out of their hands. So they can't do that now. So Pennsylvania is certified for Biden. There's no constitutional issue. The Supreme Court's not going to take up any one of these cases. And if they do, it would be on some minuscule issue of a handful of votes. It would have nothing to do with overturning one state, let alone enough states, which he needs three overturned. He needs a minimum of three states overturned, Trump does, to overturn the results of this election. Well, if one of these low-grade lawsuits would happen by chance to make it there, it would be over a very tiny issue that would not even result in a change in the results in one state, let alone three. It's over. It's over. Trump is a loser. He lost. And I would submit, too, I want to tell you this, good news, more good news. The Georgia elections are not as important as everybody's making it out to be. Because what's that? That's about controlling the Senate to get things done. But we got a big thing done. We stopped Trump. That's a big thing. You know, they had the Senate and they had the president. They had law. The House could step in and not agree. Their House did their, their job. They, they, they mucked with it a little bit. But, you know, they could get other things done through the Senate. And they, uh, including uh, judicial appointments. But now with Trump gone, even if the Republicans still control the Senate, we stopped him. We stopped them. So, okay, maybe we have to wait two more years and try to win the Senate in two years. At least that's two years of the progress down the drain with respect to executive orders and laws being passed that denigrate and destroy the protection of the environment. Uh, Lack of progress with respect to this virus. Uh, The passing of uh, 
uh, issues, laws, and executive orders that denigrate federal employment, that denigrate education. Um, there's not going to be any tax breaks for the rich, even with the Republicans in control of the Senate, with Joe Biden as president. Do you understand? In other words, yeah, it would be nice to actually get things done. We may have to wait two years to see if we can get things done in two years. But my God, it's just so important and wonderful that we stopped the destruction of this country and of the democracy. We put a halt on the rhetoric and we helped foreign affairs where we can work to regain some standing internationally again. We can try to kiss and make up with our allies, our allies for years. People like Canada and France, Germany. We can actually, you know, Mexico. We can get along with the people bordering our our country in this continent again. How about that? Trust me, it's hugely important that Trump's gone. Even if we don't control the Senate, it's a wonderful thing to stop their disgusting progress taking this country down the drain. To stop their immigration policy. It stopped. Maybe we don't get to institute the things we want just yet if we don't control the Senate. But we stopped them from destroying the country. It's huge. It's huge. And it's done. It's a done deal. So you can step away from politics because there's nothing you can do to get Trump out. There's, and all he's going to do is stir you up between now and then. You can step away and take a peek in, and I think it's December 18th or December 14th or 10th, somewhere in that range, about a week or two before Christmas. You can take a peek and see all the states will be finally certified with their, with their uh, elect- electoral college. It'll be done. It'll be done. So give it another month and this election will officially be over. And he's going to stir up shit until then. And he's going to pretend like he has legal issues, which he doesn't. Don't let him, don't let him work you up. Don't let him cause anxiety for you because there is none. He has no power left. These Republicans, the reason they're not speaking up is because why would they want to go against him and especially his voters, especially with the Georgia election in January, when they know, kick and scream and whine, whatever he does, it's over. They know that. It's over. So they're saying, whether I step in or not, it's over. Whether I take action or not, it's over. So I'll just let him be him because nothing is going to come of it. Now, they're taking a chance that his people aren't going to get so worked up that they then take to the streets with violence in some form uh, whenever it is over and he does leave the White House or that they don't do something awful like assassinate Joe Biden, which I I think is highly possible with these people. They think he's a baby-eating Satanist, some of these crazy people. So, And if they truly believe it's an invalid election, anything's possible. But again, you can't do anything about that. You can't protect Joe Biden from a bullet. That's not your job. You can't forcibly remove Donald Trump from the White House. 
And if you don't live in Georgia, you can't vote in the Senate elections and the runoffs on January 5th. So what can you do other than get upset? And you have no reason to be upset. A wonderful, wonderful thing has happened. The American people waited for four years. We waited for Mueller. He failed us. We waited for impeachment. That failed us. We waited for the Republican Party to stand up and do something that was morally righteous. They failed us. But most of all, we waited for our chance to speak again as a majority voice, the same majority voice that did not choose Donald Trump in 2016. And this time we doubled our votes against him and made it count in the states for the Electoral College. We flipped five states that were red last time to blue, and we threw Donald Trump out of the White House on his fat ass. We did. We did it. And so don't let him lie and spin crap and work people up and the media is going to report on it every day and they're going to get upset about it because they're forced to look at it because they're forced to report about it because that's their job. But it's not your job. It's not your job. Tune it out. Turn it off. Like I said, you can peek back in just to confirm that all the uh, states have certified their votes, which will happen in about a month. Then you can just smile a little bit more, nod, and tune it out again for another month until January 20th. And then watch, watch Biden get sworn in and be happy and smile and know that we stopped that motherfucker and we stopped his cuntish uh, group of right-wing hate mongers and liars. We stopped them. And they hate us and they think we're Satanists and they think all these horrible things. Well, all I know is they were doing terrible things to the country. That's all I know. And we stopped them. They were doing terrible things to this nation. They were ruining our integrity, our reputation. They were lying. They were breaking laws. And they're going to pay for that, too. They were stirring up hatred and division. They were causing the darkest instincts inside of each one of us to come out. They were making hatred part of politics. And it's not supposed to be. It really isn't. They were ruining lives, man. They were ruining states of mind. They were ruining psychological perspectives and psyches. They were a downer. They're negativity personified, Trump is, and his people. You get them all out of that White House, get back to some semblance of normalcy, but most of all, get back to, you know, stop in the darkness, stop in the bad laws, stop in the hatred, stop in the things that are designed to crush people and raise up the white man and the rich man and the, every other person that isn't, you know, America anymore. We stopped it. Senator or not, we stopped it, and it's over. It is over. He is finished. Donald J. Trump is done. And when he's not the president anymore, Jack's going to kick his ass on Twitter. He said so. Their policy of allowing him to tweet things that are completely disputed or illegal or wrong because he's a world leader, that's a policy that protects people in positions of power and moral leader authority, to get, you know, because people are going to want to see what they say, even though it's wrong, even though it's crazy, even though it's a lie, even if it's illegal, people want to see what they say. So just taking it down, it's like, well, we want to know what's in that crazy man's mind, you know, but once he's not a world leader, once he doesn't have that power authority anymore, he's going to be a regular person and he's going to be treated as such on Twitter. That's what Jack has said, and that's what they're going to do. And that's wonderful. So he's going to have a muzzle put on him. They're going to try to go to that Russian-owned and operated uh, other site that uh, Devin Nunez is pushing. 
that stupid media outlets are trying to push now as an alternative free speech site. That's not what it is. It's a hate hate speech site. It's Breitbart for Twitter. It's 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 as if Breitbart made their own Twitter. That's what it is. Only it's financed by Russian money, and it's about the corruption of the American democracy. And so don't go on that site. I won't even say its name. Don't go on it. Stay on Twitter. That's America. Trump will be silenced on it whenever he mouths off with illegal and lies bullshit. And um, enjoy yourself and uh, enjoy Twitter again as more of a sports politics for interesting issues and celebrity stuff and fun. It'll be more interactive and fun again. It won't be this, what did Trump say now? What's Trump doing now? Should I be afraid they're going to come for me yet? What's going to happen to my work now? What did he do to affect people now and make them full of hatred? How's he going to make management think that they can do whatever they want now? How are my rights going to be violated now because of Trump, because of the attitude that he's stirring up and instilling in people of power? How is the world going to become a worse place again now? Well, that's all done. That's all over. It's finished. Finished for at least four years. So whew, take a breath. We survived we survived Trump. We did. We did it. And we did the right thing. We joined forces. We got together we, and we voted and we, we, we were patient and we were strong. God bless America. We believed in our dem- democratic system and we won. And these evil people, are, I don't, I'm not going to call them evil because they're too busy calling us Satanists. I'm not going to go down that path anymore to hell with them. But these stupid dummies that really don't have a clue what makes the country beautiful. They don't know what a flag means. They're supporting this despot, this authoritarian, and the Republican Party has really become the authoritarian party. There's interesting research, actual research that shows that the partisan divide is, it's not equal. It's slanted heavily to the right, and it is, they're the ones that are very much leaning on their principles of authoritarianism lately, and upping the ante with respect to violent speak and violent rhetoric. Research showing this. Nonpartisan, non-biased research looking into what's happening between the parties. And it came out showing the Republicans are disproportionately causing a partisan divide because they're leaning more and more on authoritarian principles backed up by hateful and violent rhetoric. Okay, so I wondered, you know, you feel that. But then when you see people study it. People that are qualified to do that kind of research and study and add up and do a statistical analysis and, and, and basically say this is what's happening. Good. I'm glad that somebody uh, was able to confirm that. I posted it online, uh, the publication that had the research, but I don't remember the name of the publication. I'm sorry. I would say it here if I did, but it was, uh, it was wonderful to see confirmation of what felt like was happening. Which is, sure, there's always been a, a difference of opinion between Republicans and Democrats, but what's happening? And what's happening is Donald Trump. And I fully believe that once he's out of there and he's silenced on Twitter when he mouths off insanely, um, it'll die down. I really believe that a lot of this is called of his personality. Uh, I believe it's because of his television persona. And these were dumb people that were duped, duped by who they thought was a rich man, who they thought was a celebrity. And I think once his he once he loses the bully pulpit, um, I think that these hateful thoughts and this division will die down. Now that doesn't mean it's going to go away. It doesn't mean that these people that voted for him will ever 
believe in equality, really, or ever really truly believe in the American way, or will ever accept the uh, election is valid. But who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They'll come out and vote in four years, believe me. Just because they say they think it's rigged, they're going to keep voting. You know, they're not going to resort to violence. This isn't about revolution. They're too weak. They're bullies. Bullies are wimps in the end. They support Trump because they're weak and they feel defeated and they're angry because they are weak. These are weak people. They're not going to do anything. And even if they did, wait till they see law and order. You know, they think they're vigilante law, written hour or whatever, killing people. They think that's law. Well, what do they see what happens to them if they try to lift a gun? These police that they think are on their side, what do they see the way they crack down on them once they try to be violent? Or let's see them try to rig the next election. Where do they see how easy it is to get caught if you try to rig an election? Voting fraud isn't doable in America. Where do they find out? If they try it, they'll find out. In fact, it, it's wonderful to see them investigate and find the stories of fraud. And in what state was it? Was a father that voted Republican and then he came back in with glasses on and tried to vote for his son to get his son to vote for a Republican as well. And then there was both of them were Republicans doing the voter fraud. And they were both caught. Point is, <laughs> let these Trump people think they can, oh, next time we'll fix the election. Well, go ahead. Have at it. You'll all get busted and you'll be landed in jail. It's a federal offense, my friend. Your ass will be in jail. And go ahead. Try to lift up a gun and do violence. You may hurt some people, and that's a disgusting thing. But your ass will be in jail or dead. Your ass will be in jail or dead. You know, there's... There's no movement here. There's no reason to fear a coup or revolution. These people are weak and they're hate-filled. They're angry because they lost. They're losers. They're a bunch of losers. And they're going to accept the results of this decision because they love their country, they say. And they want to stay here. And they don't want to be in jail or dead. They want to continue on with their lives. They're just pissed off that their boy lost. And yeah, they ain't going anywhere, that's for sure. And that's that's a shame. But guess what? We're the majority The good guys won. The Democrats are in power of the White House. January 20th, it starts, but it's happened already. We won. He's done. It's over. So rest assured, you can leave it go for now. Don't look at all the minutiae in between now and January 20th. It's not your concern. Don't let it upset you. Be happy. We survived Donald Trump and proved once again to the world that the American democratic system is alive and well even if he doesn't want to believe that even if his supporters are going to say they don't believe it it's still here baby and it's it worked and it's going to it's going to kick his ass out and it's going to keep on working we have the greatest country in the world and the greatest democracy in the world and the majority of our citizens are good people and they threw this tyrant this awful person out on his ass they did one term and one and done a laughing stock. It's a disgrace. He's a loser and a disgrace. He lost heavily. He lost big time. He's going to lose by over 6 million votes in the popular count. And, and a 306 electoral college loss, just like he won, but way easier, way easier than he won it four years ago. Like I said, he'd have to overturn three different states somehow by magic to, to pull this out after the fact 
and it's not happening. It's not happening. Be happy. Feel strong. Feel secure. This man is done. We won. We beat him. And don't worry about the Senate. Whether or not we win that Senate now, we'll get it. And most importantly, we stopped Trump, man. We stopped Trump. We saw him for what he is. And we stopped him. And the majority of the people in this country see him for what he is. And they stopped him. So don't worry about your Trump neighbors or the tons of people out there. They're in the minority. They're in the minority. Yeah, there's 70 million, whatever. But that's still only, what? That's less than a quarter of the people in the country. Come on. Relax. Relax. You're, you know, there's a lot of crazies out there. True enough. But when you get Trump out stirring the straw, the drink that stirs the straw of the drink straw, yeah, I put my straw in your milkshake. I'm sucking your straw for the uh, pin bowling pins, uh, death murder. Uh. Oh, geez, one of the worst. No, I, I liked, I liked there will be blood, but, and I really like Paul Thomas Anderson, but boy, was that movie overrated, man. That was just so overrated. And also Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis, very good actor. So overrated, just incredibly overrated. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. I know lots of Democrats in particular will, will disagree with me, perhaps even violently, but I'm sorry. There Will Be Blood is probably one of the most overrated movies of all time. And Daniel Day-Lewis may easily be the most overrated actor of all time. Um, very good actor, but Jesus. I mean, what do you win, like eight Oscars? <laughs> oh, my God. My left foot, Lincoln, and... I guess there will be blood, right? So I think he won three Oscars. What? Really? He's only been in like 10 movies. Every movie he makes, Oscar! Because he's British, you know. He's British, Oscar! What, what, where, where were you born? The UK. Oscar! Get him an Oscar! But anyway, step away, watch a movie, listen to music. I know there's a pandemic. I know you can't get together with your loved ones this Thanksgiving. I know it's kind of a downer there, but we got a guy that's going to come in there next year and take care of this. Vaccine's on the way. Uh, we're all right. Just stay alive. Stay alive. Stay happy. Do what you got to do to be happy. Stay away from politics for two months because there's nothing you're going to see there that's going to make you feel good. But it's good. Trust me on this. It's good. You don't need to look at that shit. It's good. It's all good. And it's going to be good in two months. Trust me on this, okay? So chill out. Believe in, believe in the system. It worked. It worked yet again. We have a good system here. America is still a good country. We saved the nation. God bless you. I love you. Yabba da boop